podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. media has an agenda that they're going to serve. I don't know who's in charge of it or what it is, if it's like a headless monster. Why? This is a question. Walking backwards. Walking backwards. <laughs> Something sacred. I don't know the names of the creep songs. Those Running are in circles. Just pop in on that play. Sea of glass. It's the flight in the fall. I love Ozzy. <laughs> I think he's the true definition of a rock star. Anybody else have any interesting stories they want to talk about? Hey, this is John Lane from the thriving tropics of Leechburg, Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania Rock Show, show featuring the best unsigned rock that Pennsylvania has to
Hey, it's Bill, and you're tuned to the Pennsylvania Rock Show, featuring the best unsigned rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer, right here on parockshow.com, megarockradio.net, 107.1 FM, St. Louis, Missouri, altrockradio.ca, rudurudradio.com, xrpradio.co.uk, and buildthescene.com. I think I hit them all. If not, I apologize. This is episode number 551 of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. With me tonight are Susan and Tim from the Rust Project. What's up? How are you doing? I'm doing well. I did that whole long thing. I'm like, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't remember all that. You should write it down on a sticky and leave it there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You would think, but I'm going to do something I normally don't do. I'm going to move my camera for a second. And let you in on a little secret. There is paparazzi jewelry all around me. <laughs> um, that's how I convinced my wife we needed a green screen. <laughs> because she can use it too. <laughs> okay. oh, moving it the wrong way. There we go. Um so it, it's been a little while since we last chatted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, a pandemic has hit. Mm-hmm. And that, that means that I'm going to ask you the question that I ask everybody. How, how did it affect you as a band? As a band? Yeah. You want to start? Yeah. It, 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 for us, it, it kind of hit us in a bad way and a good way. It, it 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 hit us in a bad way in that like every other band everything got canceled so you know we were sitting there trying to figure out what to do and then um me and susan started doing some live streams on facebook we we would do little little hour things here and there and then one day we decided that we're going to write some music which, I don't think we actually decided. It, it just kind of happened. Yeah, I, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we were tired of just. We were very bored. Yeah. Very <laughs> bored. And everyone at home, both of our houses, just there, right there all day, driving us crazy. <laughs> yeah. We, we, um, I guess I, I, I sat there at home doing nothing one night and, and I kind of would write a melody to a song, Mm -hmm. you know, and put something together then that I thought was pretty cool. Then I, I, I just record it on my cell phone and send it to Susan. Mm -hmm. And then like an hour later, she's sending me something back with a whole song saying, here, look, I wrote lyrics and singing this song and we couldn't believe it, which, which is going to be the first song that you play for us tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that was the first one we did and, and we kind it kind of put us in the bug of, of, um, writing music. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we weren't getting out playing constantly because up, up to that point we were very, very busy mm-hmm. getting out two, three, sometimes four times a week getting out playing. So we, we really didn't have time to think about doing anything like that. So, so you know, in that respect, it's, it's kind of helped us a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so you sent me <laughs> is that I I got got to get out of here. Yeah. And somewhere in time. Time, sorry. And they're, it's okay. They're cut off in my taskbar. <laughs> of course. I mean all kinds of open and raw tonight. <laughs> Here's the behind the scenes of what really happens. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so how many tracks do you guys have in the works? I mean, there's clearly those two, but. We recorded four, but we have, I don't 16? even know. We have a bunch more that we've done I, I, that yeah. we actually think are good enough that we want to do something. Yeah, I, I think we're up to about 16 oh. of them that, that we've written and we're, we're getting ready now. We're just trying to decide on the date to go back in the studio and um and record a couple more so that that's coming soon we're we're hoping by the end of it this year we're going to have a a cd put out it's not um, a hope it's a plan oh yeah we're gonna do it. oh it's, gonna it's not a hope it's just this is what we're going to do that's what we're going to do yeah but the, the way things have been going we we've been Booking, we've been booking we've gigs, been like booking gigs and, like, and when are we gonna have right. time to do this <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're gonna get back into that where we're out playing all the time uh -huh. and having a blast mm -hmm. and act and and really having a lot of fun but um i i we're gonna we're really gonna have to see we're to it that the, oh yeah, yeah we're, we're we definitely to. gonna make time mm -hmm. um well since you brought up booking what do you have lined up? Like, what do we have lined up? Um, well, one of the things that happened last year is when everything opened back up, we were finding that there weren't many opportunities for the whole band to go anywhere and play. There were very few opportunities. Places couldn't accommodate, you know, all of us, or they couldn't accommodate all the people, or they were making other arrangements to have people come in to where to sit and where to go. Maybe they moved them outside and maybe they couldn't have bands outside. So a lot of places moved to acoustic stuff, solos and duos. So we started playing a ton, a ton of acoustic duo stuff. Yeah, we, we've always done the acoustic duo thing, right. but but it it just picked up. I know, unbelievably it exploded. There's just yeah. tons of opportunities in new places. So we just started doing all that stuff, and that's carrying into the new year. All these places that we played at, you know, they they're bringing acoustic stuff back. So. We have a bunch, ton of acoustic stuff. Yeah, we're right we're, now more than electric, but yeah, we're, this weekend we're playing a. Okay, that's where we're going. This weekend we have two acoustics. We got uh, Giant Oaks Winery in Finleyville. We have Five Sixty Five Live in Bellevue on Saturday, Friday, and Saturday nights. So we have two acoustic gigs, and um, and then next weekend we have an acoustic gig up at Slippery Rock, of course, and then the band gets to play Saturday night for um, uh, the, the Southern Fried Rock Show with uh shady lady productions and we'll be in freeport doing that so with the red lines and doppler effect and, and dinner bell road and dinner bell road that's it dinner bell road i knew yeah, i was we're, forgetting we're, one. we're we're very they they yeah. uh, they just gave us a call here yeah he, he, yeah you talk, week you and know. a half ago and yeah, and said week. hey you guys you know you want to mm -hmm. do this and we were yeah. like well yeah oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're we're pretty excited about that, mm -hmm. and we're gonna play we're gonna play probably about half of our set will be all our originals, yeah. you know, and then then along with some of our covers that we do. Mm -hmm. Um, what's your favorite cover to play? Oh, I don't know. 
know. I think oh, it come depends. on. You know. Well, when we're playing acoustic, I really like playing locomotive breath because that just sounds really cool on acoustic. It's just different. And no one expects to hear it. And they're like jamming out. They're like, yeah, <laughs> you got the right crowd. <laughs> and that's really cool <laughs> to watch them do that. <laughs> that's really fun to do. But um, oh, I don't know. Other than that, a bunch of Neil Young songs are always yeah, my favorite. Yeah, with Neil Young songs are always yeah. come out to be a lot of the favorites. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, what is your favorite? You didn't answer the Me? question. What is your favorite to play an acoustic? Oh, my. Oh, see, you can put me <laughs> on the spot, not him. <laughs> uh, that's because my, my brain's getting old and it doesn't work <laughs> as well. My favorite to play on acoustic. I don't even know. What is it? Oh, um, Tom Petty. You know how it feels? No. No. On acoustic. Wait. Yeah. Oh, you wreck me. You wreck yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. Love playing that. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Especially on acoustic. It, it, it just it, it's just like a different feel to mm -hmm. it. That's, That's us. us. <laughs> um, for those of you watching the video, I just put the website address up. It's the rustproject.com. has worked really hard uh. on these websites. We have we have two of them, as a matter of fact. We have one. Yeah. One for the band and then one for the acoustic yeah, duo. Kind of cross yeah, which over. yeah, they do yeah, crossover and, yeah, and that. But um she's done an outstanding job putting those together. Thank you. She could it's be a lot of work. <laughs> I yell and swear at it a lot. <laughs> this is my Dave Grohl question. So and I'm trying to get Dave Grohl on the show. So I figure uh -huh. if I ask a question with his name and mention it all the time, that eventually right. he's going to hear about it. It's not working. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Foo Fighters are known for bringing people up on stage from the crowd. Yep. So my question to you is, who is your Dave Grohl? In other words, who would you want to be on stage with? Neil Young. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> for me it could be it's one of two people it would either be eric clapton or buddy guy i i would love to play with buddy guy just to, just to be in that just his world would just would be incredible for me yeah if i turned my my if i was able to turn the camera around you'd see i got i have pictures of all these old blues guys everywhere it's that's kind of my thing she has Neil Young pictures everywhere. Yeah, I do. I got Willie and Tom Petty. Yes, there. you do. I need David Gilmore though. I need a picture of him. Stick that up down there. She thinks she's like she's thinking she's turning British too. I think. Oh, he's so cool. <laughs> How is he not cool? My twenty-year-old has just been infatuated with him since we saw the the Brit Floyd concert last year in Pittsburgh right before COVID. She's like, oh my gosh, Pink Floyd and David Gilmore, and she's a guitar player, and she's just been listening to david gilmore nonstop for a year right and she then all of a sudden him. we start playing a lot of pink floyd yeah <laughs> um did i forget to tell you if you press the, press the comments button you can see what's going on on facebook i can see it you can see it okay. larry yep that's larry sir, sir, sir larry. larry we know <laughs> yeah. are you pushing still here with you well of course we are oh yeah that's don't his, worry we love that that's his favorite one he told yeah. me yeah oh yeah that's good Yep. Mm -hmm. That was a high school, that was a childhood buddy of mine there. Well, I tell you what, let's let's talk about somewhere in time and then uh 
we'll give it a give it a play. Yeah. Um, well, let me take this. Go, one. Okay. You go right ahead. Well, so like Tim said, that was the first one we did. And, you know, we were bored and we were shut down and couldn't do anything. I, I'm Italian. Okay, so I'm going to do this a lot. <laughs> this is what you don't see, you know, when there's no video. I duck a lot. If I, if I sit like this, hand, I can't talk because I can't use my this hands. Is, this is close because her hands are usually <laughs> flying around and I'm ducking. So, and... so, so, uh, so Tim, uh, he sends this to me. He's like, here, check this out. Listen to it. What do you think of this? What do you, uh, you know, maybe we could do something with them. I'm like, well, we're going to do this. I don't know. Like, you know, we never even talked about writing a song before. So he sent it to me and I was getting in the car to go to Target, which is like five minutes away from my house. And I listened to it on the way down to Target. I'm like, oh, this is like really cool. I really like this. This is good. And I pull in the parking lot and I play it again and I listen to it. And I come up with one line right away. I'm like, I know what this song's about. Like, I know exactly what this song's about. So I'm in there shopping, you know, <laughs> getting all my stuff. I'm like, I got to like hurry up, get my crap and get out of here so I can go home and put all this down. Because the whole time I'm shopping, I'm like, all these things are coming in my head, like different phrases and words and everything's just coming into place. So I hurry up and go shopping. I go home and I just start sit down on my, you know, my laptop and I start typing up all the lyrics and and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I know I, I got it all. It took me an hour. I typed everything up. I sat down with my phone and my guitar and I just recorded it and sent it to him. I'm like, there's the song. Like, it's right there. It was just right there. He's like, how did you do that? I said, I don't know how I did that. Like, it just <laughs> came out in my brain and there it was. And so we did that with a bunch more songs. Right. We, we, we did that. And then, you know, we, we, we were thinking about recording it and, and we were starting to, um, was starting to research recording studios around and sending messages out and trying to, and then, um, I, 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 I buy a lot of stuff off Craigslist mm -hmm. and in this. So we won't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, um, I was getting something and I met this guy and, and we start talking and um, it comes out that he has a recording studio. So we, we, we talk a little bit. And um, so I said, okay. So, so I left. And then I talked to Susan. I said, hey, I said, I met this guy. And, um, and he gave me a price to come down and record and do all that. So I said, okay. So we go down and... Um, and 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 we we record our song and and the the fellow that was going to do all the mixing and mastering of the song he came down too and met us there and and it turns out it's this fellow by the name of dave hillis and and right he he worked on pearl jam 10 album and a bunch of other albums but that's like the one that i guess he's the yeah, most known we, for the most we we were kind of like well yeah well, okay that's pretty cool <laughs> that, that's cool <laughs> yeah so so we sat there and and we spent like a whole day with with him working on mm -hmm. this song and um and then we recorded it and like a about two weeks later he sends us back the the master of it mm -hmm. and, and we're just amazed right we're we're like kind of floored over what he did mm -hmm. with this, and and we're extremely happy. So and of mm -hmm. course now he he's doing all of our songs and everything we send, and and we kind of never know what he's going to do with them. Mm -hmm. We you know we we'll go and do all this, and 
and, and we're, we're kind of taking his, mm-hmm. his, his experience and word on what he's sending us back. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if it's good enough for him, it's good enough for us. And, mm-hmm. and of course we, we seem to really like what he's sending us back. Mm-hmm. So, and, um, and what, what studio is that at? Song a, gift. It's called song gift studio. It's down in squirrel Hill. It's actually where heads together was. It, yep. it, it, when, when I met this guy down there, I, I walked into this building and I'm, and I'm walking through there. I'm going, this used to be heads together. He goes, Oh yeah, it was. And, and now it's a recording studio. It, it like all these memories of heads together come flying because I wasn't back. I wasn't in there since the eighties, since the early eighties. And, and, I, I was amazed that that I remembered that's that's where it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, this this we we're really proud of this song yeah. a lot. It, it, we 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 like it a lot. Hey, right, so I tell you what, we're going to take a moment. We're going to listen to "Somewhere in Time" by the Rust Project, and I'm going to throw in a new track from Blackridge off of their soon to be released EP "Live Fast and Leave." Good looking corpse, which coincidentally is the name of the track that we're going to play. And uh, we'll be right back with Tim and Susan. Our feet dig in the sand The warm 
Hey, that was Somewhere in Time by the Rust Project, who are hanging out with me here in studio tonight. And <laughs> right after them, you got to hear Black Ridge's song, Live Fast and Leave a Good-Looking Corpse. We're going to talk some more about the Rust Project. It's kind of appropriate for this time. But let's say that there's some kind of apocalyptic event that happens on Earth, and most of the population is wiped out. There's a handful of humans left, and they have to repopulate the Earth. Now, along with only a few humans being left, only one song from every band that existed survives. Which one of your songs should survive and coincidentally help them repopulate the earth? And you can read into that however you would like. (laughs) (laughs) One of our songs. Is that the question? Yes. I don't know. What do you think? Still here with you? Probably that's. Yeah. Yeah. Our favorite, gotta be, because it's so unique. We we say our favorite about all of them. Well, <laughs> and they're in different ways. Their favorites, yeah, but that are. one's just that one. Of, I just that, unique, and it's yeah, just um. That one reminds me more of a Neil song that you know, just a rocking. Oh wait, still here. Oh, with so you. I'm sorry, still here with you. Yeah. Oh yes. yeah, it, uh, it yeah. I'm sorry, I misheard you. Yeah. Yeah, that's got a, a vibe to it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's got a vibe. That's fun. A little bit kind of angry, but not angry, but kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's cool. I like it. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you look at a lot of our songs, because they were written during the, this whole COVID thing, mm-hmm. they kind of, there's a theme, but kind of that goes along with most of them. You think? Yeah. Cause there's so many different things. I mean, I everything that we've done, which you don't even know cause we haven't even recorded them yet. They all sound completely different. Yeah, I mean, they do. we have one that sounds very John Prine ish, you know, very like upbeat and John Prine. And then we have stuff that sounds like, um, like a Neil Young crazy horse. And then we right. have something that sounds like, I don't even know what it sounds kind like. Kind of country and kind yeah. of, yeah. yeah, we have all kinds of stuff. So. Yeah. But I think still here with you. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Oh Yeah. So earlier today, I was talking to Jonna Lee Machika from First Angel Media, and um, she sent me an image that said that she was all caught up on Facebook, and she it said, look, I made it to the end of Facebook, and <laughs> my Facebook has been giving me this weird, weird error for about a month where, like, when I'm in Messenger and someone will read what I've said, it always says that they read it on December 31st, 1969. No way. And so I told her, yeah, I I'm I made it to the end of Facebook too. Look, 1969. That's really weird. And um she's like, Yeah, that's weird. I'm like, Yeah, somebody went went in and messed with the time space continuum and now everything's messed up. <laughs> so here's that was my segue into this question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't do that often. <laughs> if you could go back in time without messing up the time space continuum. So Doc Brown doesn't have to yell at you. Right. Um, what band would you follow around for a year to learn from and get influenced by? Jethro Tall. That back in the back in the in the early seventies, they I would never ever miss Jethro Tall. They were so interesting to me and everything, everything I read about them, everything that I, I'd see, they, they were just, it, they were like everything. They were wild. They were extremely talented. 
they were creative just yeah everything that they did just like appealed to me and and i I would have loved to follow them around for you know just like be in their tour bus with them and just follow them around for however long you know it it was just they were just cool Mm -hmm. i think that's why we play locomotive breath yeah (laughs) it was like they came to to pittsburgh almost every year right around my birthday right in in like middle of december it was like they always so me and my buddies always for my birthday is that we're going to see jethro tall and it it was just so cool and that that, that's always stuck with me Mm -hmm. how about you well if it could be someone i could hang out with Maybe Willie yeah. Nelson, because he's just like the coolest guy. I mean, he's just down to earth and he's just a cool guy. And it's like, how do you not like Willie Nelson? He'd be a cool guy to, to hang out with. Listen, I have one issue with Willie Nelson. Uh-huh. And that's that he made Uncle Jesse smoke pot. <laughs> a lot of people smoke pot with, with Well, yeah. with well Uncle guy. he played Uncle Jesse in the uh-huh. Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. I, oh my gosh, that's right. Yeah, I haven't seen that since that came out. I don't remember it. Jeez. Right. I will say that he has probably the coolest acoustic guitar in the world. Absolutely. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yep. And that extra hole in there, I'd be interested in what it would sound like if it wasn't there. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's. It's really neat when you see old videos on YouTube of him and, and you know, there's less holes there and the holes are smaller. It's like, whoa, that looked different. <laughs> you got to think what happened, what his, what his thumb was like, because that's pretty much where his thumb was sitting all mm-hmm. the time. His thumb's got to be like a nail. <laughs> Let's stick with the movie themes for a moment. I have two more of those I can throw at you. So the movie Rockstar, are you familiar with that movie? Yeah. No. I got a yes and a no. <laughs> I, I've never heard of that. Rockstar? Rockstar? Uh-uh. I'm not a big movie watcher, so. Um, Rockstar? Jennifer Aniston and, and uh, Mark, Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's loosely based on um, Judas Priest. And, um, oh, now I'm going to blank on his name. Ripper Owens joined Judas Priest. Um, But the question is if, well, let me give Susan a little more information. So Ripper Owens character is in a Judas, well, a steel dragon cover band, Mm -hmm. tribute band. And the lead singer decides he's quitting and leaving. So the rest of the band starts looking for a lead singer and um, they come across him and he comes in, he auditions and he goes from being in a tribute band to being the front man for Steel Dragon, which mm-hmm. is really Judas Priest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he walks away at the end. <laughs> but now that I ruined it, but <laughs> that's all right. I'll never probably watch it. So that's <laughs> you, okay. you should watch it. It's actually a good movie. A but anyways, okay. So my question is, um, if you were ever going to start a tribute band in hopes of ending up in the real band, which band would you well, start a tribute to? We already for? do a tribute to Neil Young. Crazy Horse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we already do that. Oh yeah, it's like our side project. So yep, yeah, definitely Crazy oh, Horse. Yeah. yeah, that that yeah. would just be so cool. Oh yeah, 
and we already know the material. We, we know all kinds. <laughs> That's right. We can go on tour. That's right. We can tour Lucas too. That's the. I think that's what we're we're really hoping that Neil hears of us and says, "Come on, you guys can be my backup band." <laughs> yeah. Go backstage. That'd be cool. Uh, Just go backstage and hang with them. There we go. All right. Okay. One song with them. There we go. That'd be awesome. Ne- next movie reference. Almost famous. How about that one? Let's see that one. No. Oh, that makes okay. So an almost famous, it's a teenage boy. He's supposed to be older than he actually is. He's probably 15 or 16. And Rolling Stone thinks he's older. And they hire him as a freelance writer. They put him with a band, and he's supposed to follow this band around and write about what they're doing. Well, what they're doing is exactly what you think rock and roll bands do in the 70s. They're partying, getting high, trashing red bedrooms and hotel rooms and and that's what he's in on and being like a 15 or 16 year old instead of really um if you were that writer who is getting their first break which band would you want to write about (laughs) see there's there's that facial expression that i was talking about (laughs) zz top have you seen the the documentary on netflix I've watched that oh about ten times. Yeah, you, yeah. I, you know, I, I actually learned a lot from that. That you know, and I think Billy Gibbs Gibbons is like the coolest guy on the face of the earth. Kind of the way she feels about Willie Nelson. He's he's just cool. And and when I watched that, I I I, I was kind of really surprised about a lot of stuff with them. You know, and you haven't you haven't watched that either. I haven't. You should. Hmm. It was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never heard of it. Um, I don't have an answer. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know much about their personal lives. I know what music I like, and oh come on, you know, so. you know. I mean, I, I don't really know. I don't. You know, yeah. Neil has his political views. Willie's just a cool guy. I, but outside of that, I don't know what they do. I, I don't follow what they're involved in i i'm which one would you like to follow and and write about i don't know probably willie nelson i mean he's he's as old as my dad you know they're the same age they're born in the same year 1931 i mean that's just a generation that it's different than the generate everybody now you know they're just a lot more grounded and they would have a lot more interesting stories to tell that that would be someone i'd want to hang out with probably and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, I think I'm going to ask you one more question. And I'm going to preface it with, this is not my question. I didn't come up with this. Um, stole it. No, it, it was given to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Christina Santavica is her name. She's the lead singer of the Shadow event. And this is her fault, all her fault. <laughs> Everybody follow me. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So the question is, if they decided that they were going to put the Rust Project into a cartoon, which cartoon would they guess you on? And what characters might play you in that cartoon? 
The Island of Misfit Choice from Rudolph. We've actually <laughs> joked about that before. I don't know. <laughs> I'm know. a little girl doll because there's a girl. So I'm the girl. Whatever her name was, I don't remember. And then there was what? There was an elephant and a plane and a jack in the box. Is that what it was? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Who was I? I don't know. I don't remember. I would say, I would say we should be the banana splits. Which I didn't watch. Which you didn't write. Right. So you were know. too young. So I just, I, I'm not familiar with that either. You, see, the, you guys are all too young. But <laughs> <laughs> the banana splits were cool. It was odd, but I never watched. They it. were they were they were dogs, but they were a, a um, they were a band. They were like they the, were all guys in costumes, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they 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 were kind of like the monk. They were all. like they were like the the furries of the monkeys <laughs> or something. <laughs> kind of, that's what it was. That's what they would be. Oh, they were cool. <laughs> I don't even remember the, 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 the who who were the Flegel Beagle and some know. some other names I forget. But they they were like the monkeys, but they were like furries. They were dogs. And any furries watching? Hey, <laughs> now you started. That's probably the first time somebody mentioned furries on your show. I, I think it might be, and there have been some interesting things mentioned on the show. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to give you one more Christina question. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This one isn't nearly. <laughs> Well, hopefully she likes the answer. <laughs> um, this one is, um, who's your favorite drummer, favorite bassist, favorite guitarist, and favorite vocalist? <clears throat> I can tell you, I don't pay attention to drummers or oh bass players God. at all. I always have always oh just paid God. attention to the guitar dude. players. It's just where my ears go. It's where my eyes go. It's, <laughs> I can't help it. Okay. Yeah. I'll answer that. Go ahead. Okay. Favorite drummer is um, Chris Layton from Steve from Double Trouble from Stevie Ray Vaughan's band. He he his timing mm -hmm. and and just this the way that he played drums was just so it was nothing flashy, nothing difficult, but he was so on time and just what he did was right for he played to the the songs and just just sounded incredible and then to watch how he played just his, his finesse and everything of playing it was was captivating to me bass players it was always john entwistle he was like a guitar player bass player and, and it just hearing hearing what he did and and, and with it with the, the the effects that he used to use on on playing bass back in the you know 60s and 70s and then just it, he he wasn't just playing it was like a song within a song when you listen to him play i love bass players i i love listening to listening to to um while we're playing I, I I for some, I'm always tuned into the the bass player, and and our bass player I love him. He's a great guy, and and his 
he's so consistent and mm-hmm. and he just he's easy to play off of. Um, guitar players, th- that question is actually hard for me. One because there's just so many of them, and and and, and I, I I go f- like week to week, you know, where where I hear somebody that that I, I get um, really amazed. But the the the, the one of my absolute favorites is um, Robin Ford, and he he's such a an all around player that just his tone and and the things that he plays i i love you know he 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 combines that blues jazz with with you know with with rock tones in it that 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 i i just love it um what are who else what else singers did you mention a singer? Uh, no you can pick a you can Mention a singer, Stevie Nicks. Let's see. Oh, love the most. oh, so much. No, let's not go down that road. <laughs> I don't have a favorite singer. I, I don't. Could <laughs> I? I don't. It's all about the song and the guitar playing, and that's what draws me in. The song itself, the melody. Do I like the song? Do I like the guitar playing? That's what draws me in. I don't. Mick Jagger, just. He he's he's like the he he just keeps going. I know he is cool. You know, and and it's it's like when you you hear a lot of other singers nowadays, like like Robert Plant. You know, they can't hit the they can't, they can't do what they did. He still sounds like himself. But but Mick Jagger sounds like Mick Jagger. Yeah, he does from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's. He, it's like he's not slower. He doesn't have to sing, you know, in a lower key or or right. anything. It just everything that he does, just you know, it it sounds the same. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Mick Jagger, you know. It, it, and we love the Stones, of course. Yeah. And it's just, I, I would say him because he's just been for so long, mm-hmm. you know, and just keeps going and going and how they do it (laughs) he and and betty white are going to outlive everybody (laughs) yeah we were just talking about the day right she just turned 99 right yeah and keith richards will be at their funeral yes (laughs) (laughs) he's going to be at everybody's funeral (laughs) yeah but he's the he's the one that's never going to change well i want to thank you guys for coming on oh we thank you and uh, everyone that's out there listening, make sure you go to therustproject.com to find out um, about where they're playing um, acoustically and as the electric band. Um, don't forget to go out to the Southern Rock, Southern Fried Rock show. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, that's at a new venue this year. Do you yeah. remember? Freeport Event Center. Yeah, the Freeport that's Event it. Center. Since the, the um, Peter Bees is no longer. Mm-hmm. And um, what's the date on that? January 30th, Saturday. Um, yeah, Peter B's. I miss Peter B's. <laughs> yeah, everybody does. It's mm-hmm. it's a shame, you know. And and it's been been there for a long, long mm-hmm. time, and it was was a cool place. 
you know, and I, I will tell you what I did not miss about Peter B's, and that was that pillar that came oh. down right in the middle of the stage. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> the rest of it is really cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I would have liked to just had a chainsaw and just cut that right out. <laughs> I think the balcony would have come down. Well, there. Probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. On that note, this has been episode number 451 of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. Um, you're going to get to hear a couple more songs from the best unsigned rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. When you hear Mr. John, the American Hill Jack Lane, come in at the end, you'll know the episode is over. Then you can come and check us out each and every Friday, um, 6 a.m. on the website, 8 p.m. on buildthescene.com's radio station. And then while you're there, you can read the air times for the rest of the radio stations because again i don't remember them my name is bill and i will catch you next week you see the lightning flash i feel the Stuff. I'm drunk on Austin, your tattoos with your hairdo.
This episode of the Pennsylvania Rock Show has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more of the best on-sign rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.